Hi, I'm Tiffany. And I'm Catherine. We're the co-founders of Yo Massage, and you're listening to the Yo Massage Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about all the things that make you feel good. The things that increase hormones to make us feel connected, happy, and loved, while decreasing hormones that contribute to stress and anxiety. The things that will ultimately improve our quality of life by making us happier and healthier mentally, physically, and emotionally. We can't wait for you to feel the difference this podcast makes in your life. Today, we are going to be talking about goal setting. And just a reminder that our podcast is meant to be equal parts educational, entertaining, and inspirational, and it's not intended to be a substitution for professional mental health care. Okay, so I really enjoyed this topic because I'm a goal setter. I find them very motivational and really like, I don't know, I just feel like I'm not productive unless I can like write down a goal and I have it in mind and I know what I want. Otherwise, I feel like I'm just sort of flailing out there in the world. But yeah, so and it turns out there's a lot of data and research to back up the importance of goal setting. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot more research on goal setting than there has been on almost anything else that we've talked Mm -hmm. about on the podcast. There's some things that I don't like to have goals for. I think it's more like personal. I don't – if it's something like exercise or reading or, you know, something like personal development, I don't like to have goals. And I actually find that goals – if I set like goals for those types of things, I'm less likely to actually do it. Really? But it's more for like business or finance or that type of goal. I I like to have goals and I find them productive, but I just find that – and I think most people like with New Year's resolutions right. and like all that stuff, like you're not productive on those types of things. So, yeah, it's something that we can talk about. And I think a lot of that New Year's goals are often really lofty, right? Like these big things. And Mm -hmm. if you look at the research around goal setting, they talk about smart goals, right? And it's like they need to be, you know, attainable and measurable and like smaller, right? Like if you can have these smaller bite-sized goals that lead towards a bigger goal. Yeah. And I think the thing is, is that you have to also like really want it. And mm-hmm. I think that that's the problem with like New Year's goals and maybe like more personal goals is like sometimes it's just like, oh, yeah, I want to like eat healthier. Or, like I want to read this much or da, da, da. But it's like you don't really because you're not like it's you're just saying it. You don't you don't like feel a passion for well, it. That's why I don't know. I want to talk about that a little more, especially in terms of I'm just thinking for me, like exercise and fitness. Mm-hmm. The only times that I've been really able to reach a goal is when I have like an event or something that I'm getting ready for, whether it's a race or my wedding or a trip where I, you know, I know I want to be fit for. And so like, if I have that date, it's like, it's there's a date and I can't get around the date. Like it's happening. Whatever that is, it's happening on that date. Yeah. And I have to get ready for it. I don't have a choice. But if I can like push things back, that's when I don't achieve my goals. If I'm like, well, it's okay. I don't really need to do that this week because yeah. I don't have any specific date in mind, you know? Yeah. I think it's interesting because for me, like some of the things that people make 
goals for, which I, I'm going to use these as examples like exercise, healthy eating, reading, like whatever like educational goals that you have for yourself. I think that it's like for me, once I make that a goal, those are things that are maybe like supposed to be fun or enjoyable for me. And once I make it like, okay, this is something I have to do, it's no longer something I want mm. to do anymore. <laughs> like for instance, this year – I've read like so much more than I ever have. And I've been talking to Matt about it or like, so I read 10 books this month in July. What? And Matt was like, oh my gosh, like you have to read, like how much are you going to read next month? And I'm like, I'm not making a goal. Like if I make a goal, <laughs> if I'm like, oh, I have to read 10 books next month or like five or 12 or whatever, like it's not going to be fun for yeah. me. Like I just want to do it. Because I like to and I think I feel the same way about like exercise and healthy eating that it's like if I was like, oh, I have to do yoga for 10 minutes every day or I have to do this, then it would no longer be something that I want to do. But so I think there's like different categories for me, but it's like for business and for yoga massage and for like other goals that I have in my life, it's like I have to have a goal or I won't do it. So I don't know like how to determine what that is. Does it take the joy out of your work too? No, it doesn't. Hmm. It's for different – Yeah, I mean, I don't know because, I mean, another goal that I have is I want to buy a house. And so it's like – it's just – I don't know because then I was also thinking about like school. Like some people might see that as a goal. Like I want to finish college or something, but it's like it's just something that I'm doing like I know I'm going to do. So I'm just like taking the steps to do that. And I think maybe that's the same way for like the business stuff. It's like I know this is what I want to do. So like I'm just doing it. It's not like a goal. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. I I just find goals really helpful in all areas of my life. Like, you know, like if you're working with like a counselor or a therapist, if you're just like going and like talking and you don't have like a goal for what you want to get out of it or like assignments or like read this book and get more, you know, understand this a little better or journal about this specific thing to gain some clarity on this item. Like I need that. Yeah. You know, like otherwise it's sort of like, I'm just, like I said, like, I feel like I'm flailing. Like I'm just sort of. Yeah. And I think that it's maybe it's just like the way that you think about it. And for some reason for me, if it's like, I think about it as something that like I have to do, then it makes me not want to do it. But I guess if it's something that I like want to do, or it's just like, I know that I'm going to do it, then it doesn't change. So here's an interesting thing on this. When I was researching goal setting, a lot of stuff around mental health came up, Mm -hmm. which I actually, I don't know why it surprised me. I have a lot of knowledge around mental health stuff. And But there's a modality, a mental health modality intervention called cognitive behavioral therapy, which is like really popular right now and like tons of people use it. And goal setting is can be used as part of CBT. And so basically, it's like you were talking about your motivation. Well, when you're depressed, you don't have motivation to do anything, right? Like you're not just like, oh, I want to do this for fun because nothing's fun, right? And so if you have like just one goal that you're like, okay, I have to do this. Yeah. I have to. And it's attainable and it's going to move you in the right direction. Then slowly you can build on that. And hopefully the idea is, you know, kind of get yourself out of that low state. Right. 
So I think that's really fascinating. And then they talked about, you know, things like quitting smoking or reducing alcohol intake. And again, yeah, for me, it's like, I want to maybe not like, you know, have a glass of wine every night. Well, if I don't give myself a like, okay, let's do two nights a week instead of three. I'm just going to do whatever and I'm not going to keep track of it. I'm not going to even know, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I guess I've never like tested it before, really. This is the thing. So we did a Yo Massage Summit, our first summit in May, and it was all about like creating business goals, right? And the piece of it that I led was around like finding action items and making those goals attainable and then putting them on the calendar. And to me, that's like the key is, okay, I can have a goal. I can create these action steps. Great. So it's like bite-sized action steps that can lead me towards this goal. But if I don't then like have it somewhere where I'm reminded daily and I have this like, like I said, like, okay, I have this race or I have the wedding or I have this trip. It's like a date. Okay. It's on the calendar. I'm going to meet this goal by this date. I think that's really key for a lot of people. Yeah, I think that has helped me a lot. Like whenever we've been doing our strategic planning and knowing like it's what tasks I have to do are like on the calendar for a certain day at a certain time, it makes it more, I mean, it makes it easier and it makes you not have to think about it so much. I think that's the thing for me. It's like, okay, it's on the calendar. I know I'm doing it that day and I know what I'm doing and you've already kind of planned it out. So I think maybe the hardest part is just like the planning and the scheduling. And then the easy part for me is actually like the doing it. It's the hard part is thinking about what has to be done. Right. But that's the, I think, fun and exciting part. And that's what I saw in the research too, is that sitting down and taking the time to create goals allows us to create a vision of how we want our life to be, which can be really exciting and like motivating. And that when we have a goal, we then tend to increase the amount of time and effort we spend on the activities related to that goal. Indulge in a transformative experience that nourishes your mind, body, and soul. Each Yo Massage session begins with a five-minute deep breathing ritual or a unique themed meditation that helps ground you in the present moment. You'll let your worries float away as you're guided through a series of restorative stretches while a Yo Massage therapist provides therapeutic massage and guided meditation. Throughout the session, you'll move into a place of tranquility and relaxation. Visit yomassage.com to learn more about how to find a class or how to become a yo massage practitioner. Yeah, I saw. So it's kind of on this note. I read this really great article about goal setting. There are actually two, and I think the information is a little bit contradictory, but we'll look at that. So the first one talks about the part of your brain that creates emotion is your amygdala, and it evaluates the degree to which the goal is important to you. And the part of your brain that does the problem solving, the frontal lobe, defines the specifics of what the goal entails. And so these are working together to help you achieve that goal. And the the whole point of this article was to show you how your brain actually literally changes whenever you have 
these goals that you're setting and achieving. And that some of the things that it talked about was that in this article, at least, it said that your brain can't tell the difference between a goal that you've achieved, like if you've actually achieved it or not. Like once you set a goal, this is your what brain, I'm going to do. Yeah. And it thinks it that you've already done good. it. good. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in more, I guess, non-sciencey terms, this is basically like manifestation, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you tell yourself something that you want to happen, you envision it happening and then mm-hmm. it's going to happen, yeah. right? The other thing that this article talked about was the type of goal. And I think that this is kind of – so that part and then this part is where the two articles that I really enjoyed kind of had some contradictory thoughts where it says that the goals – and 90% of the studies, specific and challenging goals led to higher performance – So, and I think the challenging part was where they kind of, it had a little bit of, you know, the the next article maybe was leading us in the other direction where if it was challenging, if it, like, it was highly emotional, then you were more likely to achieve it. And for some reason, like the more challenging goals, like just setting something small was less likely to be achieved than setting something big. But I wonder if that's like people who are more likely to set a bigger goal are just more likely to, to achieve, achieve goals. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. So, but that yeah, that was contradictory because people, a lot of the advice that I read was about creating small goals, yeah. a series of small goals that then lead to the bigger goal. But this one didn't reference like the smart goal setting, but it kind of like it was specific. It wanted you to do specific and challenging goals. And then the next one talked about having too big of goals can be just overwhelming and like cause you too much anxiety and cause even more stress and just, you know, be bad. Well, I mean, I see that in my own life, Mm -hmm. you know, like right now (laughs) we're trying to figure out what to do with the kids for school. So I don't know when we're actually going to release this podcast, but at the moment it's we're recording this in it's almost August of 2020. And so we are trying to figure this out. And in my head, I'm like, I have to create this whole new plan or paradigm for how our family's going to function, how we're going to teach our kids, how we're going to... And like, I literally, I just like, I just put my head in my hands like 10 times a day. <laughs> I'm like, uh, no, I can't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do, you know? But if I can chunk it out and like break it down, maybe I don't have to figure out what the whole year looks like right now. Mm -hmm. Maybe I just have to figure out what the next month is going to look like. And maybe I can just figure out a piece of it and not all of it. Maybe we don't have to change, you know, everything about how we function (laughs) at once. But Yeah, I don't know. There are big things though. Like when I got my PhD, it was like, okay, this is a long term big goal. Mm -hmm. And it felt a little overwhelming. But again, like it's like, okay, year or even semester by semester, right? All right, I finished these four classes. I'm four classes closer. Now, next semester, now I, you know, whatever. You have these milestones. Yeah. And I think that's different with. PhD versus like just going to school. I'm like getting like a four-year degree because it's like usually in a four-year degree for most people, it's like this is what you have to do. And like you literally are just like 
following the steps, but for PhD programs, you can kind of like, it's kind of up to you, you know? It, it, that is true. But I had this goal of, right. Like I already had a family. Mm -hmm. I had like young children. I can't just like be in school for years and years. So I was like, it is four years and I'm done. I had Mm -hmm. it. Like if I went past four years in my head, that was like, I missed the goal. Right. Like I I failed basically in my head, you know? Well, that brings me to the next thing that I saw was it says, apparently the brain cannot distinguish between things we want and things we have. Our brains treat the failure to achieve a goal the same way it treats the loss of a valued possession. So Mm. if you fail a goal, your brain basically takes that as like a big Loss. loss. Yeah. Which is really interesting. So yeah, and something to think about. Exactly. So that is the other side of the research that I did want to speak to because the researchers did talk about how there is a downside to goal setting. Mm -hmm. And that's when you focus too much on specific goals and then ignore and neglect maybe other parts of your life. Or like you were saying, if you then don't achieve that goal, the impact it has on your mental health and self-esteem can be really significant, you know? Yeah, the suggestion on this was having less goals that are obviously more attainable. So, and I think that's where people go wrong is like you get too like inspired or like motivated, I guess, and you just want to like change every single part of your life. But that's obviously not realistic. And I don't think that anyone has ever been able to do that. You have to do things like one at a time. And I think that's when you really start to see movement towards your goals is whenever you are just like so passionate about that thing that you are going to do it no matter what. And you just can't spread yourself thin and do that for everything. But also, I think a really important piece of like, especially more like the long-term big goals Mm -hmm. is being flexible and like not so singularly focused. You know what I mean? Like if you're working towards this, this goal and some other opportunity presents itself, or maybe it's just like diverts you a little bit away. So it's not the exact goal you had in mind, but it's still in that direction. Like not to be so like, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but where you can't be flexible, you can't see other opportunities. You can't, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I mean, I think we did that when we moved on the boat. That was a big thing. I was like, okay, this is what we're doing. Like we're getting out of society. (laughs) We're taking a break. We're not going to go back. We're going to do this for, you know, till the kids like forever, we're going to do this forever and it's going to work. And then we did it and it was like, well, okay, maybe we want to like flip this up a little bit or switch it up. And Maybe this might work better for us. So we're going to change the goal slightly, and but still have these main tenets of it of like, you know, living outside of the box and, yeah. and things like that. So I think it's important to like be flexible and still your goals can change. It doesn't have to be the same forever, right? Yeah, I think the key is, is just like getting to know yourself and your background and what you know, experiences that you've been through in the past obviously have a huge impact on like how setting these goals is going to affect you. So just getting to know what goals work for you, what goals don't, 
what you want to focus on. And then like the key things are really not giving yourself too much, being specific about the at least the little things and knowing what the bigger goal is and having like smaller ones that are working up to it. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of my tips are, you know, figure out what your goals are. And to do that, think about what's important to you. What are your hopes and dreams? What would you like to do more of? What does being happy mean to you? I love that question. I had a similar question for myself when I was younger, where it was like, I want to be successful. And what does success mean? And to me, for a long time, success meant, you know, getting married, owning a home, having kids, going up the ladder in my career, you know, moving up the ladder. And and then I reassessed and I was like, wait, no, success is being happy. Maybe all those things don't make me <laughs> happy. You yeah. know, maybe something else makes me happy. So, you know, figuring that out, what does being happy mean to you? And what parts of your life do you want to improve? And then, like we mentioned, think about your short-term goals and your long-term goals. And then look up, and we'll put links to this, but using the SMART approach, so it's basically an acronym. S is for specific, is for measurable. A is for achievable. You know, is it actually something that is realistic? R is relevant, like, is it really worthwhile to you and beneficial for you? And then time-based. So give yourself a time limit, have a deadline so you can stay motivated. And then the last piece of advice is to not do it alone. So if you have like an accountability partner or you're talking to other people about your goals, it can really help motivate you. Catherine and I are doing that for our physical fitness right now. We're going to start working out together and with a trainer. And I said I needed the trainer because I need accountability. Like I have to, and goals, because I feel like they'll say, you know, they give you measurements and like weight goals and rep goals and whatever. And then that's your tracking, right? Like, am I making progress? Am I getting closer to, to meeting my goals? And Yeah. And then I, I do think like just checking in with your mental health too and just seeing like, oh, am I getting too obsessed? Right. Because I think especially for fitness, that can happen. It I think totally that's one of the can. reasons for me that it's not really healthy for me to make goals and like fitness and health yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's really true. But for some reason, like other parts, I don't have any problems. So just like getting to know yourself and knowing like when you have to cut it off, I guess. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I think the being like kind to yourself and realistic too, because if I reflect back, like, let's say, you know, during the PhD program, I was really focused on you have to be you have mm-hmm. to be really focused when you're doing that. But then it's like, oh, well, now I'm not Like, I'm not being the best mom I can be. I'm not being the best wife I can be. And, oh, I have to do, like, all of these other things. And now you're, like, running yourself like a crazy person because you're not meeting all your goals. And it's, like, reassess the goal, right? Mm -hmm. Is the goal to be happy? How are you going to make yourself happy? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I just came up with something profound there. (laughs) Like, the overarching – everybody's overarching long-term goal should be being happy and now yeah. how do our like goals underneath that fit into yeah. being happy? Yeah. And I think that's why it's easy for me whenever I, I think about it is because like I know 
what makes me happy and like I know what I'm passionate about. So like having goals in those areas is easy for me. And then everything else is just like, I'm going to either do it because I enjoy it or I'm not going to stress out about it. Yeah, that sounds healthy. (laughs) (laughs) I could take a tip from you. (laughs) All right. Awesome. Well, happy goal setting. In addition to the signature Yo Massage class, Yo Massage offers other specialized experiences such as energetic Yo Massage. In an energetic Yo Massage class, your practitioner will combine a traditional Yo Massage session with our signature energy work ritual and a healing and transformative mind-body-soul experience. As you find rest and relaxation and restorative stretches and get lost in mind-opening meditations, your practitioner will provide an enlightening, energetic experience. You'll leave this session feeling a true sense of transformation and tranquility. For more information, visit yomassage.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you listen. To learn more about today's topic, check out yomassage.com backslash podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you next week.